Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. And my name is Ashton. Hi, Ashton. Hi, Ben. Week two of No Peter Austin, because yep. this week he's on his holidays. Yes. He's no longer doing Big Poo no. at home. Uh, he's doing Big, po- Big Poo in, in Ireland. Ireland instead. So yes. hope he's having a nice time there. Things will resume uh, their normal programming. Pro- Your regularly will, scheduled programming will resume. Things will resume their normal programming next week. Indeed. Yeah, very yes. good. Uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm a bit sleepy. Mm-hmm. We had a busy evening last night. We did. Out late, partying. Partying, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Nate Drake and Victor Sullivan uh-huh. and Chloe Frazier and Antonio Banderas' yeah. character. Yeah, and the dad from Spy Kids. The dad from Spy Kids, <laughs> as he's known, Puss in Boots himself. Yeah. Uh, exactly. We went to see the Uncharted movie last night, and we, we will did. be talking a bit more about that later on in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but... This is a video game podcast, and each and every week we're sponsored by a very real mm. video game adjacent sponsor that helps us keep the lights on here at Team Triple Jump. Ashton, I believe you have the ad read in front of you now. I do have it. Thank you so much for asking. Mm. Um, so this uh, product has got kind of a niche demographic, this one. Yeah. It's for the gamer girl who doesn't want to have kids that will interrupt her gaming. Okay. Because uh, she's a big fan of Souls like games. Yeah. So she's really excited. Um, and so, a real niche prefer- uh, thing here it's Elden Nuvering. The Nuvering being the contraceptive for women and Elden Nuvering, sponsored by Bandai Namco. Wow. To stop the gamer girl having kids interrupt her Elden El- Ring experience. Elden Nuvering. Elden Nuvering. That's one for the ladies out there. Yeah. All you ladies out there. Brilliant. Elden Nuvering. What's, uh, is it just like a special edition packaging for Elden, because it's Elden Ring? Or is there, does like a boss come into your house and just beat the crap out of you? It's, What's well, going the, on? The, the Nuvering's got a health bar. And <laughs> if you want to, you know, if you really want to get pregnant, mm. you have to beat the health bar. Right. To get pregnant. The, the yeah. With a penis. With a penis. <laughs> right. Brilliant. Okay. It sounds... Meatball, but also atmospheric, like it's it's grand. Right. They've got the choirs going. In the day for that. <laughs> it's not real though, so don't worry. Oh, thank goodness. I was scared that I, I wouldn't be able to have ch- children, I suppose. Right? Yeah, sure. sure. That's what we're doing here. Patreon.com 
that's where we're we're really sponsored. <laughs> Uh, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump uh, the wonderful the wonderful patrons I'm so shook by that, <laughs> by that bloody sponsor I don't even know how to function anymore um, patreon.com yeah what yeah. no you carry on no 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 please I was going to say patreon.com forward slash team triple jump Thank for you. as little as one dollar a month you can ask a question on mm. this here podcast and have a look at lots of other tiers with lots of other cool stuff <laughs> what <laughs> Look at lots of other tiers. Lots of look at lots of tiers, other yeah. cool stuff. Yes, that you there can is. Patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Thank you to our wonderful patrons. Really appreciate you. There is one other thing that you can go and do, actually. In fact, there's two. Two other things. Two other things. One of them is going to facebook.com forward slash team triple jump and following us there for free. We need to get to 10,000 followers. We're nearly there. Please do it. And the other thing, Ashton. Yeah. You can follow us on TikTok now. Me- oh, my God. Guess what? Fraser won TikTok. the battle. <laughs> Fraser won the battle. And we've got TikTok now. There um, wasn't a battle. There wasn't a battle. I just didn't want to be involved. Want to do it. I just need fine. to check yeah. what the TikTok handle is. It's Team Triple Jump. Team Triple Jump. Is it at Team Triple Jump? Is that what the thing is? You I can know. Type in Team Triple Jump. I know the username is Team Triple Jump, but is it like Twitter and you say at? It's at it's on at TikTok. Team is it? Triple Jump okay. Is the we've only got three videos currently. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Looking good. Yeah. Looking good. It's a really cool looking channel. Some cool looking channel. We're on TikTok now. One of the videos has got 2,000 views. That's good, question mark. That's it's all good. right. That's all right. It's bang average. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got three. That is good. <laughs> there's three. There's three videos The channel's only been going for like two I days, was going to say, so we've, there's <laughs> three good. TikToks on it. 2,000 views fun. on one of them. Bang average anything is pretty good after three videos, yeah, I'd say. It's pretty good. So we're going to take over the youth space. The youth yeah. space. So if you have younger siblings or, your you, are mu- or you have person. a mum... Uh, who is also on TikTok, because it seems to be those are the two crowds. Yeah, mums. Your mums and young people. Yeah. It's so sad that I'm not a young person anymore. Been, I that's, am, That's though. a choice. What, that I'm not you're a not, young person that anymore? You're not on TikTok, therefore I've decided not, not to be a yeah. young person anymore. You made that decision for yourself. The Chinese government made what, that decision, okay? This is the thing. My boyfriend also <laughs> hates TikTok. But I'm always like, well, there's nothing interesting about me. I'm not like a government official. If I was a government official, you know, fair enough, shouldn't be it's on TikTok. But I'm a YouTuber. It's not the so point. So, like, why do people care? What I, everyone already knows what goes on in my life. You know, Wednesday night, go see Uncharted. Thursday. Just TikTok about it. Do just TikTok about it. Yeah. Always TikToking. So. Hey, we have a TikTok. Go. You should follow it. <laughs> Is it follow it? That's the term. Yeah. Go and follow, follow the TikTok, please. Watch and like the TikToks. Yeah. Like, share. Get us above that 2,000 views. Yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Hey, should we get a question going, Ashton? Yeah, I think we should. This one comes from Ma'ashby. Ashby. Hey, bar without any P, you should see a doctor. Mm. Have you ever had to pretend like a game that you didn't... Have you ever had to pretend to like a game that you didn't really enjoy? Maybe because it's a gift or you've hyped it up to, or you've, you'd hyped it up to others pre-release or because you couldn't admit a game from a beloved franchise had fallen short. Thanks. Thank you, Matt Thank Ashby. Thank you, Matt Ashby. You ever lied about liking a game? Yeah, uh, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> some, but sometimes it's just like to because someone's like really likes it. So like I just couldn't get into Mass Effect. I've always wanted okay. to, and my boyfriend's like it's one of his favorite games. And he was like, oh, you should definitely play Mass Effect. Like I think you really enjoy it. And I just couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. And I just was like, oh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Oh, no, oh, yeah, you, it's don't, great. you shouldn't lie. Re- yeah, I really love it. And then I just was like, oh, I just haven't had time to, like, go and play it yet. You know, mm. I've, 
I've been playing other things. I've been doing other things. Oh, man. So I haven't played Mass Effect. But I've watched him play it, and I can see why he likes it. I just couldn't get into it. It's too much talking. and There is a lot of talking. I'm, I haven't got the attention span. That is most of the game, is yeah. talking to people. I mean, I like talking, but in real life. Yeah, you're, you're less involved in Mass Effect. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kind of watching other people talk. Which... I can see why that would be hard for you. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> It's a good. It is a good game. Yeah, I know it's a good game, and I've like. But I know, you lied about liking it. Look, I didn't want him to think I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I wanted to feel involved, and I didn't want him not to talk to me about it. So I thought, if I just pretend to like it, then he'll still talk to me about it, and yeah. then he won't. I just like make excuses as to why I've not played. <laughs> what for? It. Until you die. Well, maybe Does he I'll know now? Uh, I think maybe he's got the hint. Right. I haven't. Ex- well, he's gonna I haven't know. exclusively he's gonna said. I don't enjoy Mass Effect to him. Right. But then again, it's not really come up in conversation. How many more action anymore. figures is he gonna is he gonna buy you for anniversaries? Yeah, so I've got so Ashton. many. I've got so oh, many. I love Mass Effect. Agree- Thank you I've- so much for my grunt doll. Thank you. I've agreed to name our firstborn Tally. You know, it's like a real Oh yeah. Yeah. Um also Hitman 2. I asked for it for Christmas one year okay. because my mum and dad were like, what do you want for Christmas? You've not asked for anything. And I didn't know <laughs> what, you for Christmas? what to ask for because I'd already bought myself everything I wanted. So yeah. I was like, Hitman 2, uh, I guess. And then they got it for me and I didn't play it for like three months. And then mm. I finally gave it a go. And I, I can understand why people like Hitman. And I played a bit of Hitman 3 when it was on Xbox Game Pass. But I just played like one level and then I go, oh, that was fun. And then I don't play it again you for never like played it six since. months. Oh, six months. Um, okay. Well, since Hitman 3, I played it for a bit. And then I haven't played it since. Mm. Um, but they got it for me for Christmas. And they were like, oh, have you enjoyed that new game that we got you? Oh, I was no. like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, dear. But they won't remember the name of it. So it's not like they'll give me the next one because they don't remember right. the name of it. It's that game. Yeah. Okay. And they also, get, they also got me Cyberpunk one year when the cyber when it came out they got yeah. me cyberpunk and they were like oh have you tried your new game and i'm like no it's still in its packaging because the game doesn't work on the console that i have oh, so but those are the only times that i've lied about a game main like been to my parents about a gift and and mass effect but we won't talk about that anymore no 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 more mass effect. no more mass effect uh if what if we don't talk about can't hurt us Sure. <laughs> That's how it works. Have you ever lied about a game, Ben? Yeah, I have. Mm. Uh, not for a long time, but I have. I, I've never had to lie to my, my parents or someone who's bought me a game because in my experience, I ask for it and yeah. then they buy it and I say, oh, thank you. And then they just forget. Never talk and about they it never, again. They never ask about yeah. it, which is great because I've asked for some real stinkers over the years, uh, some of which I've detested and mm-hmm. not liked. But I've never had to lie about it. Um, I, When I started university, yeah. I was really getting into sort of, I'd say the online side of games journalism was sort of exploding at that point. There was, you know, sites were really taking off like The Escapist and Zero Punctuation and Jimquisition and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And a lot of them were really talking up two games in particular. And I was very easily influenced at that point because I thought, well, if I trust these guys' opinions, so it must be great. Mm -hmm. So then I adopted this almost holier-than-thou sort of approach to these games where I bought them. 
didn't really like them. Like, liked them fine, but didn't think they were as good as, you know, these yeah. these people whose opinions I respected said, you know, that, that they were. And But still put up the front of, like, these are two of the best games released this year. Mm. They're really good. And that's just talking out my Do you want ass. to fit in? Yeah, well, exactly. Okay. I wanted to seem like I had an opinion that aligned with those people. Yeah. It's important to think for yourself. I do that sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Where it's hard. It can be hard. Yeah. Like last night, everyone out. was kind of saying that they enjoyed the Uncharted movie. It wasn't good, though, and was it? And I was it? like, mm, yeah, me too. And then I got I thought everyone I was, was like, being sarcastic. I don't think everyone was being sarcastic. Oh, man. We've got some people in this office <laughs> with terrible, terrible taste, haven't we? Well, we'll talk about that we later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I think sometimes it's easier to just placate everyone by going, oh, yeah. yeah I really mm-hmm, enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I don't have the energy to argue with you about how yeah. wrong you are. But and yeah. also, I think, like, the the one of, have you ever hyped up others, like, to others before pre-release? I think that if I, if I'd, like, got Horizon mm. and it was really, really bad, mm-hmm. I think I honestly wouldn't be able to tell people that it's really bad. <laughs> Because I my was, professional reputation I was so it. excited for it and I'd be like it's kind of embarrassing how excited I was like I've dyed my hair red I mm. can't pretend that I, it's really good I'm gonna have to imagine say I really if you love hated it. it but you had red hair I know exactly this was like as soon you as I dyed my hair back. I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to love this game it's a ride or die game at this point yeah speaking of <laughs> We can talk about that in a minute. So well, d- can very... you trust what I have to say now? I mean, who's to say? You can't. Pinch of salt and all that. Uh, the, those two games, I'm going to name and shame them right now, were Dead yeah. Rising 2 and Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Both great games. But, again, this, is, this isn't this is a case of I really didn't like them. It's a case of I just didn't think they were... That, basically, my personal opinion of these games didn't line up mm. with the uh, the praise I was giving them to friends. And, right. and on various platforms. Like, these games are amazing. They're the best games I've played this year. And inwardly, I'm like, I don't really like Dead Rising 2. You can make a lightsaber out of gems and a torch, like from various places in the shopping center. But I kind of, I don't... Why is there a time limit? <laughs> I don't like it. But I do, but I don't really like it. So those those were my two examples. I think they're both great games, but they're, yeah, I... I I was talking out my ass. Yeah. Essentially. Have you ever done that ass. about games since working here? Or mm, slash previous no, ventures? No, and it's got me in trouble yeah. because I didn't, I really didn't like, I can't even remember the name of it now. It, it's, I've just repressed it so much Death into Stranding? my head. Death Stranding, thank you. I really <laughs> didn't like it, but I didn't like it. So, I, I disliked it so much that, I started to actively call out people for liking it, mm. which is a dick move. And I shouldn't have done that. But I just, I just, I don't get it. No. At all. Yeah. Like I finished it and I just don't understand where the praise is coming from. But there's a there's a right way and a wrong way to go about that. And I may have veered a little bit too far into expressing my opinion rather than just letting people like things. <laughs> However, there are... a for every time I was a bit of a dick, there are, I think, 20 people who were like, it's the best game ever. You're so stupid for not, you just don't understand it. But some people like things and some people don't like things. Uh, So there we are. I've never lied about my opinion uh, for on games since starting this job. That's for sure. Me neither. Uh, No, I actually haven't. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to move on to a section that we've never done before, yeah, and it's new. full of uh, truths. Yes. And no half-truths no. at all. No. <laughs> it's called What We Play In. It's What We Play In time. Time to talk about what we 
playing. Ashton, you've been playing Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. Finally. That's it. Is it everything you hoped for and more? Question mark. Yes. I want to preface this with a little right. I'm going to start off with something that I don't like about the game. Okay. And then I will gush about how much I do like okay. the game. Sounds good. I think that they have sounds really stupid gamified the game a bit too much okay we know it's a game like i'm aware of that but in the first game i kind of felt like there was it wasn't like as video gamey as say like a a ubisoft game Mm -hmm. that kind of thing however They've kind of gone in deep with a lot of it now. So there's like a food mechanic where you have to eat. Certain food will give you a buff and you go to a a settlement and there'll be a chef and you can get food and you can take it with you and use it before a battle, that kind of thing. There was four elemental types in the first game. There's now like eight or nine. There was like six different types of weapon in the first game. There's now eight or nine. Everything is kind of like more of everything. Right. And there was always traps in the first game. I never used them. Now there's double the amount of traps. Like, I don't know if you remember in the first game, but there's like a wheel in the bottom left-hand corner where your health is, which goes through like um, rocks and cooling your mount and like all your traps and all of your potions and stuff. Mm. Well, that is now so many things on there that they've implemented a mechanic where you can take things out of that hot bar because there's so much. Like I was scrolling for ages trying to find my health potion and I was like, where is it? For God's sake, there's so many traps. That's not what you want. No. So you can take things out and you can modify the gaming experience for how you want to play it. Um, But there's just a lot more like mechanics in it now and there's Mm. like a mini game called strike which is like a board game that you can play there's melee arenas and that kind of thing that you can do at various settlements and stuff so they've kind of added more content into the game um which is like it's a good thing and i'm glad like the game is taking a lot not long not taking a lot longer to complete but there's a lot more to do in the game Mm -hmm. than the first one um but it is a lot of new stuff that I think some players who enjoyed the first one for its simplicity might struggle with in the second one. Also, I think that the characters in like the settlements don't have as much personality as the characters in the first game. Okay. Um, But I think it's just kind of like, I haven't experienced everyone yet, so I'm still getting to know the tribes and stuff that you meet. Um, Anyway, that's the bad side of things. But the good things are many. It is a gorgeous game. There's some of the settlements I was like walking around and I was like, this is... Like this is a game. Like this is a beautiful area. There's one area where um, for the Utaru tribe, like their main area is called Plainsong. And it is visually stunning. And then at one point you go there... And they're all singing because that's kind of their whole thing. They're all like doing a like all singing at various points in the um in the plane song. And it just sounds amazing. And you're walking around this beautiful area, they're all just kind of like singing out to you and as you walk around. And it is just I was sat there like, oh, this is really nice. This is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I dyed my hair. Yeah, exactly. Um and the story is really good as well. There's been moments where I've literally like gasped out loud and there's a couple moments where i was like full-on like whooping (laughs) i have a question for you regarding the story hit me with it because the most exciting thing for me in the original was Mm -hmm. the mystery at the center of the game Mm -hmm. which was why is the world like this this is clearly 
our earth but yeah. there's robot dinosaurs and like what the flipping neck is going how has that happened yeah. that mystery was so well executed and yeah. so well paced that i didn't bother with any of the side stuff and i've spoken about it on this podcast before because i was just sprinting from story mission to story mm. mission because i wanted to know what happened next and i was concerned even with the dlc which i haven't played that i didn't really i didn't not care about aloy and mm. the the current day tribal issues and silence maybe being a baddie or yeah. being a goodie and could things go extinct again i was really interested in the mystery of why the world was the way it mm. was and i was concerned with the dlc that it wouldn't be able to recapture that for me and i'm concerned again with this game that these there, there will be no central mystery for me to there is be interested in. there is okay uh you kind of get hit with the the main kind of like what's going on here very early on um as soon as you get so you get through like the first two little areas where you kind of are told what's going on in the world mm. because basically there's like a plague that's happening and you're trying to figure out what's why the plague is happening because the terraforming system's gone all wrong so with in the first game when gaia self-destructs and all of like the sub-functions who are controlling the world they disappear mm -hmm. because that's happened the terraforming system's fallen into disarray so it's like poisoning the food and the water and the right. land everything is getting poisoned and there's massive storms happening because everything's gone a bit haywire so you're basically trying to save the world by trying to get the terraforming system back on in place however hmm. whilst doing that there is another mystery that's happening at the same time that is kind of the main is going to be the main like issue that you're facing Okay. So you have to go out and like you're trying to kind of find the AI that escaped in the world. However, something else happening at the same time. It's really hard to talk about it without, without spoiling one of like, okay, the big moments. Okay, but it does involve really going back into uh, sort of old. Yeah, you're in all and... old ruins, and there's like you go in a lot of like uh, facilities, and there's lots of law happening, and there's lots okay. of kind of story beats. See, I like that stuff beats. the most. In yeah, the first game. it's it's really interesting, and I. I'm really excited as to where it's going mm -hmm. and where the story is going to end up. I have also been trying to resist the urge to just sprint from story mission to right. story mission. Because you've got to go play those board games. Because I've got to play all those board games. I haven't played any of the board game. But I... <laughs> that would absolutely not hold your attention. No, categorically would, would not. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I love it. And it's, like I say, it's beautiful. There is some like the mechanics are different so like you don't have like big yellow bars all the time to climb up in the ruins there's still like yellow bars and stuff on the walls right. but if you're just going up a cliff mm. you have to use your focus to like see where you can climb up okay um and yeah the characters from the first game and the like main characters you meet in the second game are all like great i love them all they're fantastic mm. and i'm really excited as to what we're all going to do together because it's kind of also a little bit about Aloy learning to trust other people as well because she doesn't trust anyone and she's obviously always been on her own so in this game you're kind of encouraged slash forced to interact with the people from the first game that are your friends and care about you and are wanting to help Aloy in her like task but mm. she's very much like i have to do this alone it's my I'm a lone wolf. it's oh. my destiny and everyone's like okay but have you got a beard also here <laughs> have you, have you got is a that beard? a beard why are you so hairy <laughs> um 
but I've been really enjoying it and I'm really excited to like cool. carry on playing it. So I'm very excited to play it in mm. two to three months. Yeah, whenever when you finally get around to it. Whenever I finish Elden Ring, which at the time of recording isn't out yet. But I, a little birdie tells me that we may have code coming in this afternoon. <gasps> so potentially there could be a quipscope on the channel already. If there isn't, it's because it didn't arrive in time. I'm away for the whole weekend. James is the only other person in the in, in our team that's actually interested in playing it. And um, we're both Kieran's off on... Kieran's got it. Kieran's got it. Well, that's good. I mean, in terms of people oh, who people. are doing qu quipscopes. Sorry, yeah. Kieran is getting Kieran it. Kieran is getting um, it. James and I are going to be doing the quipscope, but... I'm away all weekend, so I'm I'm not going to get a chance to play it all over the weekend, which always bloody happens whenever a game comes out that I'm excited about. The same thing happened with Borderlands 3 as well. Mm. I immediately had to go away. It's just four more days. Oh, um, and I'm off on Monday, and so is James. So if the Quipscope is not out already on the channel, it will be on Tuesday because we love that timely coverage. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, very yeah. exciting. Have is you played anything else? No. I took Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I played Horizon for, I think, about, I don't know, like 16 hours. Hell yeah. Every day. That's it. I'm about 41% of the way through. And I haven't played it since Tuesday. And I feel like I'm getting the jitters. <laughs> I didn't play it last <laughs> You're night. You're going to rush home after and I'm the like, stream. Yeah. I'm I literally, I said, I'm, like, I'm going to go to the gym as soon as I finish work. You played it on stream last night. But that was, oh, I did it, play was, it, on stream it last wasn't night. continuing no, your, I didn't continue my continue your save. It's not your Aloy. No, it's. It was their aim. Yeah. People watching at home. Yeah. Insane. She's not even mine. She's not even <laughs> as cool as mine. Um, but yeah, that's what I've played this week. What have you been playing in the week leading up to the game you're very excited about? <laughs> Pokemon Arceus Legends? Mm. Uh, no, thank you. Disco Elysium? Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. How about... A Platinum Trophy in Bloodshore, Nightbook, and Five Dates. That's three new Platinum Trophies. <laughs> yeah, so new pla new um, things. How about three kind of, ve not kind of, extremely wonky FMV video games? How about how about I go home and play those instead of <laughs> Pokemon Legends, Arceus, and, and uh, Disco Elysium, two games that I really like and should go back to? I feel like you secretly really like FMV games. I do. I think, think secretly you're like kind of no, ashamed No, it's not a secret it, but... though, but I'm not ashamed. They're rubbish and I love them. Yeah. But the only reason I have them is because I play them when people come over because we get drunk and we kind of laugh at them and take the piss out mm -hmm. of them. Wales Interactive, much like Supermassive Games, can never stop making the games that they're making. We need because to like, reach I love out to them. them. I have. We should be in one. Well, that's what I... I I've ask. made contact. I haven't heard anything. <sighs> I set a reminder on my phone after I played it to, for when I came into the office and I sent them an email and said, you know, if you need any extras... Hits up. We'd we literally would love, we to, would be love to be in an FMV. Oh my god! Game, just get shot or something. That'd be terrible. the dream. Yeah, it would be amazing. So I haven't been playing the games that I really like and should really have been focusing to get done before Elden Ring came out and completely took over my entire life. But instead, I got the platinum trophy in those three games. Five dates, I will say, is too realistic <laughs> <laughs> because you're a boy on a dating app and you go on. You go on like it's set Five during dates. lockdown. Oh, and you're having right. video dates with women, but the, it's all very real. And it it's not funny. It's just kind of awkward because you feel like you're just sat in on someone else's date. Ugh. And that's that's really a commendation to the, I suppose, the writing and the actors, because it's the most realistic thing that Wales Interactive have ever put out. Because the whole time I was fundamentally uncomfortable with just these two people having a date. And then I was having to make a choice like, no, 
I'm not vegan, etc. And it's just like I I feel like I sh- I might as well be on this date. Yeah. I feel like I'm on this date and it was um it's a bit weird. Bit of practice. Bit of practice, next sure. Time we have to go on a date. Uh, apart from that, I played a little bit of golf with your friends. Everyone loves golfing with their friends. They do. Um, I played a tiny smidgen of Lego DC Supervillains. Oh, which... yeah, I played a smidgen of that. I'm sad it doesn't have online co op. Yes, I was so That's angry it didn't have online co op. Really co-op. strange. But what you can do is you can use share play yeah. and then just pass the controller uh, so they can play as player two. So mm. you can sort of cheat that way. I had fun with it uh, for about an hour until it was. You know, it was just a Lego game. I did the exact just same compulsively thing. destroying everything in the room, uh-huh. and until you get to the next cutscene, yeah. like, okay, yeah. I get it. It's it's fun, but it's I couldn't be asked. Did you get to that. the bit where you're driving around in the Joker van, yes. just picking up random people, mm-hmm. and then like you just drive around back in the Joker van? I got to that point and I went. I think I'm bored of this already. I got just past that, and so I didn't get much further than you. No. But yeah, it, as soon as I hit that open world. I felt like my soul left my yeah, body. Yeah, and it's like, not even a big open world either. Like, is it's it not? quite small compared to like Lego Marvel superheroes. Well, that However, was, yeah. it's really like dark, and I couldn't really see what was going it's on. It's very dark. <laughs> it's very dark there. No, that was that was my issue. There's also there's also Metropolis as well. I think there's mm. two open worlds yeah. potentially. I really like the Lego games. I haven't played any in a long time, like all the way through. Uh, but I just think there's perhaps a bit like you were talking about with Horizon Forbidden West. It's just too much. There's mm. too much stuff in it. And that's great value for money. But at what point does, it's the Ubisoft approach, I suppose. At what point does overstuffing your world actually negatively impact the yeah. game? Um, I, I just, I would much prefer there be a ton of linear levels. I love the concept of like making your own supervillain and like rolling with all these famous DC supervillains, but I just, I, I couldn't stick with it. So... Played a little bit of that. I played quite a lot, however, of The Division 2. Okay. Which I never thought I would ever play, but I bought it on sale and a friend and I sort of messed around with it over the weekend. And I mean, it's a loot-based shooter. I have no idea what the story is, but I like shooting things and I like collecting new colored loot. I haven't touched it since though. Yeah. And uh, now Elden Ring's coming out. So I'm just going to have to remember how to play that game. If I ever go back to it, but hey, you know, I thought it was all right. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Thought, thought it was pretty good. Um, is but... the Division Two the one that's set in like Washington, or is that the yes. first one? Yeah, yes, Washington. I think, I I played... think the first one's in New York. Yeah, I think the, I played the second one, like when they released like a free version of it for like three weeks yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I think I played the first one and second one for a bit, and then like you kind of went. That was fun. I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good have time. Not I don't know if I would. Since. There was someone that we bumped into, a player who was level 1000 and something. I was level six. How do you even get to level I five? don't know. How is there enough content for that? Wow. Is that if, che- if cheaty that's cheaters? too much content, if anything. One, level 1000. Wow. I don't believe it. It's not possible. He's a cheat boy. <laughs> it can't be real. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. Hopefully dominated by Elden Ring this time next week, and I'll be going slowly insane from that. I, I really am now. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I put down a physical pre-order as well because I realized I'm really looking forward to this game. And also, apparently, it's one of the best games ever made, yeah, critically. Yeah, 100%. Well, it's got 98%. When we still. checked yesterday, it was 98%, which is absolutely insane, making it one of the best they games ever like made. They kind of, like, really shafted a lot of 
reviewers though. They only gave them a week. Oh yeah, that's they had it. Three weeks Maximum for of Horizon, nine days for people days, to get through Elden Ring. A which lot is of people. Insane amount of time. A lot of people didn't finish it, and they're doing reviews in progress. Gamespot and Pushware are doing that, and a lot of people. I feel might not have finished it and have just put out no, their review anyway. Like they haven't finished it. They're like, yeah, yeah, and they've, they've and put like, out their we review. And they're like, we physically could not. We played for like 30 hours and also wrote this review, review at the same time. Like, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a finished game review, but from what we've experienced so far. Which is so interesting because yeah. it's gotten in. I don't doubt that it's really good. And I mm. don't doubt these people's opinions because they've played it clearly for a long time. Maybe they yeah. haven't finished it, but they've played a lot of it. But equally, there's there's got to be... <laughs> It's a bit weird to have a game be praised as one of the greatest games ever made. When no one Critically, has it. when almost none of the people who reviewed it have been able to finish it. Yeah. Again, I don't doubt that it's not good. And and I and and I'm sure these these people definitely know what they're talking about. But just be aware that these reviews are written largely, it seems, by people who've just not been able to finish it because mm-hmm. Bandai Namco did not send out review code early enough, which is on them. And you on the internet. You can't miss the embargo. Otherwise, your coverage is pointless. We'll see you on Tuesday for our coverage. (laughs) Um, So that's why all these reviews are coming out. But yeah, I got excited. I wanted to, I thought, you know, it's looking really nice. I love FromSoft games. Let's pre-order a nice version of it. Mm. Let's get a nice shiny version. They have the regular edition, which they don't sell. They have the launch edition, which is the only version they sell, which comes with okay. a steel book and some coasters and like a poster and some various other things. Like quite a nice little thing, but that's the only version they're doing at How launch. How much does that cost? 45 quid. 45 pounds? Yeah. What, for all of that? I couldn't believe it. How much because is just a regular, just on its own? They're not selling it. Quid? They're, not even, <laughs> they're not even selling it. I don't understand. 45 I don't pounds? understand. On Amazon, other retailers are recommended. Game? Hmm? Are you sure it comes with the game? I bloody well hope so. It's just like a box. I couldn't believe it, right? Because I thought, I'll I'll get myself a shiny version. I'm willing to spend about 70 quid or maybe 80 for like a nice thick boy with like an art book or something in it. Maybe if they did that. But it goes, regular edition, not for sale. Launch edition, the price of the regular game, but slightly cheaper for some reason with extra stuff in it, which anyone else would have probably sold for like that 70 pound, 80 pound mark with the steel book. Then it jumps up. So again, £45 jumps up to £189 if you want one with a statue and then up to 200 and something pounds if you want one with a helmet as well. So their special editions are really weird and all over the place, but I have pre-ordered a version that has a nice steelbook. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm actually like fully baffled. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Horizon just for the game, digital version was minimum £59. Yeah, quid. Wow. It's nuts, isn't it? Baffled. It doesn't. I couldn't believe it when I when I logged in this morning. Logged into logged the internet in. this morning. When I went online this morning and uh, and I checked. But yeah, that's 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 it. That's mm. so. If you want a nice version, you may want to hop in fast because I don't know why they're selling it so cheaply. But I'm telling you, it's not coming with the game. There's probably not <laughs> going to be many of these launch editions around, and no. then you'll soon you'll soon be getting just the regular plastic box. So wow. you may want to hop in on that. Anyway. That's by the by. It's time for Question 2. Cool. And it comes from David Lever, who says, Hello, ba, ba, question mark, P in parentheses and brackets. We Sports is back. Dances to me theme. What's the me theme? You want to do that? No, I can't remember what it sounds like. All I can think of is the, oh, na, 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 na. I was going to say, all I could think of was the We Shop theme. There's so many good. 
good themes on the Wii. But oh no, there aren't enough mini games. What sports slash leisure activity would you add to complete the lineup? And why is it curling? Thanks, David. Ashton, what sports would you add to... This is Switch Sports, isn't it? Yeah, Nintendo Switch Sports. Mm-hmm. No Miis. No Miis? No Miis. Well, the, what's the flipping point Literally then? Literally enraged. <laughs> um. <laughs> Switch Sports is official. It's coming out. It's from Nintendo. Yeah, it's, it's the sort of spiritual successor mm, to Wii March? Sports. I April? imagine it'll sell absurdly well, but also... It's going to be weird that it's not bundled in. Yeah, it is. Um, they've not that many sports either. There's like golf, bowling, there's, football. There's six. There's golf, six sports. Golf, bowling, football, volleyball. Uh, volleyball hold on, f- I can remember it. Sword one. Cam- Cam- Canberra. What? Canberra or something like that. Canberra is that the sword one? Cam- yeah. The sword I just one. assumed it was fencing. Because it's like a big, it's like a bonky stick. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, it's a bonky stick. You meant to like hit him on the, the top of the head with the stick. Right, I got golf. Which is coming out later. Yeah. Uh, there's volleyball. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Uh, basketball. No, not no. basketball. Uh, Canberra. And then you've yeah. got uh, tennis. Yeah. Did I say bowling already? No. Bowling. That's it. It's the six sports. I didn't realize golf the was coming. Six sports. I just. It's not out yet. I it's coming on... like ne- next year. Nintendo do a horrible job of advertising their stuff, right? Because I went on Nintendo's official store listing for this. It mm. it it said there are six games. It mentioned four of them. Yeah. And then I had to guess one of them from just screenshots. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but sports I would add to it, because I thought it would be funny, synchronized swimming. Yeah. Because you have, there's obviously a lot of leg movement in that. And you, you get a couple of you and you could just like. Do the butterfly. Do it together. Do the butterfly out. And then like. Do well down and then come up all together and make sure you're yep. doing it at the same time. That'd mm-hmm. be quite fun, wouldn't it? And then strap one to your ankle. That'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Strap one to your ankle. Come on, grandma. Leg up, you know, kind of Gra- Grandma's hip yeah. explodes. Pops out of a, the socket. Um, and also speed skating, because I think that's a funny sport when they do it, because they've got like full arm movement and yeah. the legs go. And no, I it just is. think it's funny. It is a funny sport. Yeah. Those are my two suggestions. What about you, Ben? Boxing. I mean, it kind oh my of, god, Wii Boxing was so fun. Why isn't there boxing? You've got the, especially now that you have two Joy Cons, you don't have to plug in a bloody nunchuck or whatever. Yeah. Boxing. Weird, weird name for a thing as well, the nunchuck, wasn't it? Why was yeah. it called that? I don't know. Weird. They call it a nunchuck and they tell you not to swing it around. I mean, what, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Again, Nintendo, come on. Uh, boxing, darts, right? Just any kind darts. of throwing stuff. So you yeah. can just, you can throw the Joy Con, mm. like just at the wall or the television. Mm. Uh, there are going to be so many broken Joy-Cons. So many. It's going to happen all over again. Uh, what about... come with the straps? I think so, yeah. They do come with straps. Mine yeah, came with straps. Yeah, they do, yeah. Because there's that black thing that you can slip on. That yeah, that no, nobody does. No. But you can. You can. Uh, and you probably should. <laughs> what about shot put? You just launch, you just launch yeah. the Joy-Con across the, the room? The one where you spin around. Hammer throw? Hammer throw, we yeah. You were really good at that in I the Olympic really game. I was really good at that at the Olympic game. Just launch, again, just launch the Joy-Con across the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about uh, juggling? So you can just drop the Joy-Con. Just, just, ju- just, yeah. and then you're literally just juggling anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, but you could learn how to juggle with Joy-Cons with a game. Mm. How about uh, Ultimate Frisbee? Just Again, just launch that Joy-Con. <laughs> just throw it really hard at the wall. Um, what about cricket? 
where you cricket, you yeah. hit the Joy-Con with someone a cricket, has to throw the Joy-Con. Back. Someone has to bowl someone... the Joy-Con at you. It bounces off the floor, yeah. and you have to just smack it with a wooden bat. Yeah, those are my ideas. Most of them involve Joy-Con destruction. Yeah, I noticed that. a lot of ball games um, and darts. You do horse riding. It's <laughs> <laughs> not horse riding. That's Gangnam style. <laughs> no, I'm holding a rein. Yeah. Why are you crossing your hands like you're doing Someone's never even seen a horse. I've never ridden a horse, but they always have their hands here or like down, I guess. Yeah, you hold your reins like that. You, and then, you run the rein through the, yeah, yeah. Have you ridden a horse before? You have ridden a horse before. Wow. Yeah, damn straight. Cool. About a decade and a half ago. And you just whack it every now and then? No, you don't do that. You can't but do that. But if you're doing a race, that's what they do in a race, don't they? They hit. It yeah, but that's stick. not only is that questionable. Yeah, it's not good, but it's part of. But the they do sport. do it. No, well, you you don't you don't whack the horse when you're just riding out and about. No, I know that, but horse racing, you know, you have to whack it, don't <laughs> okay, you? Okay, so in this instance, in switch sports, it's horse racing. Yeah. Not just like a lovely, not just, a lo- just not like horse a lovely ride. horse ride around the countryside. Yeah. Not Barbie racing ride. Not Barbie racing ride. Damn it! Okay. Sorry. That's a real shame. Those are my ideas. We're all excited about switch sports here at Triple Jump, and we're not going to break any Joy Cons. They're going to be so good. They're all going to be so intact. By we're going to get so week. fit. Yeah, we're the sportiest bunch. You see us in a lineup, you think that's the sportiest bunch right there. Compare us to Cultaholic. Are you joking? Yeah, line us I up next like to Cultaholic. I feel like we're already the sportiest bunch next that's, to Cultaholic. To be fair, although there's a lot of football talk in the there office, there is. But I still think we're the sportiest bunch. I reckon we could beat them in a race. I reckon their team's probably twice the size of ours. I yeah, still think we could we take could them in a in, fight. Uh, yeah, I think. I so think too. we could take them. I'm in a scrappy. Fight. And I don't doubt it. Technically, no one's allowed to hit me as well. So. That's true because that's a hate crime, that's a hate crime. and you will be cancelled. <laughs> I have the power of God and cancelling on my side, <laughs> and hashtags on my and side. Hashtags on my side. Brilliant. Anyway, cultaholic meets behind the bike sheds. I don't know it's a kiss, Come probably. Huh? What? Let's move on to a uh, very weird, odd, peculiar bit that yeah, uh, that bit, we're going bit, on to now. Bit strange. Bit um, weird. What's it called? It's weird news time. She was ready. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Ashton, who are the podcast producers this week? Well, thank you so much for asking, Ben. I did it. The podcast producers this week are Alex McDonald, Caden Agronox, Tracker Omega, Sean Legg, G.Y. Goliath, Katie Garrett slash Jared, Ellie Nicholas, Erica Hutchinson, Melody Elbonat, Corey Duffel, and Gabrielle Philipping. Thank you so much, podcast producers. If you would like to become a podcast producer and sponsor weird news, go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and look for the appropriate tier. Mm. The appropriate, oh, my wrist, the appropriate Indeed. tier. Also, if you go to our various social media platforms, that being Twitter and Facebook, during the week we ask for you to submit your own weird video game news. And you, you get a shout out that way too. We thank you for submitting your strange news. We don't always go with uh, people's offerings, mm. but sometimes we do. I've done it today. I've done it today also. Fantastic. What we got? This one comes from at a shug on Twitter. A shug. A shug. Um, and it's from PC Gamer. It's written by Imogen Mellor. And the title is, Pornhub has loads of Minecraft Let's Plays and we spoke to the guy making them. Minecraft and Call of Duty videos are thriving on Pornhub. Hmm. It's difficult. Can't say I've seen any of those when I've been on there. No, me neither. Okay. But it's not really. I normally sort by category. So, you know, yeah, I, I normally go right for what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, I know the title off by heart. If I wanted to watch a Minecraft Let's Play, I'd go on YouTube for that. Yeah. I'm sorry, you porn. Sorry. Do continue. Okay. Um, it's difficult to shock on adult... And, uh, <laughs> hey. I beg your pardon. It's difficult to shock on adult entertainment websites when the product is already something as publicly taboos, uh, taboo as Pornhub's. It's hard to startle with a thumbnail. If you've ever been on a site like Pornhub, you'll have seen, well... A lot. Everything. From entire categories dedicated to unlikely taxi situations and attractive women to attractive women suddenly fancying plumbers, it's honestly difficult to think of anything that could stop you in your tracks. Are there Mario Let's Plays on there as well. Sorry, I'm gonna stop interrupting him. Not sure. With my bad jokes. But a Minecraft video might do it. Oh, because of plumber. I see. You I, with I me? I get you now, yeah. Wasn't it funny? Yeah, it was really funny. Thank you. Um, people are uploading innocent gaming videos to adult entertainment websites. Two of them, who go by Raptor Bacon and Tasty FPS, tell me they mostly do it because it's funny, and they're also hiding Minecraft. But they're also hiding Minecraft videos among porn clips as a promotional strategy. Clever. Raptor specializes in Minecraft, while Tasty plays Call of Duty. Both have found success in their art and show no signs of letting up. So is it pornography? But then there's some Minecraft. No, it's just in it. Minecraft. It's just Minecraft. Okay. Yeah. They literally just upload their Minecraft videos to Pornhub. I mean, that's fair. So how does someone make their start uploading gameplay to Pornhub? For Raptor Bacon, it was driven initially by the hilarity of, of the potential situation. I honestly just thought it would be really funny, said the creator. You know, someone's going to be to be on there looking up the obvious content that you would find on Pornhub. And then they'll just stumble into a Minecraft Let's Play and they'll be like, oh, that's weird. I'm going to watch that. And it turns out a lot of people do. Fair enough. I wonder how many, I wonder what the viewer retention is though, because I think people will click on it and go, 
that's hilarious. I'm going to type a comment. Ha ha ha, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then they'll just close it. Are people Maybe. really going onto Pornhub for their evening's entertainment and uh, not for like I think 15, the whole 20 thing minutes, is like... five minutes, one minute's entertainment? Oh, I'll, I'll come to that in a second. Okay. There is a, a bit down here. Oh, right. I've scrolled down and now the whole website's bugging out. Oh, Where's the man. article gone? It's just taken the... Oh, it's back now. But it's just taken half the article away. So. That's good. Um, we'll, we'll skip that first bit because uh, it's gone. It's gone and we'll um, never see it again. So the other guy, the Call of Duty guy, mm. says uh, someone else ripped one of his Fortnite videos from YouTube and uploaded it to Pornhub without his knowledge, which is something that's been going, which is something that has been an ongoing issue with sex workers and content creators for most of the platform's existence. I ended up getting some comments on there saying that they first saw this video on the hub and at first i had no idea what they were talking about but i got more and more comments saying they found this video on the hub and then it clicked i ended up searching up on Pornhub, and i found my video after that the call of duty creator said he cre he decided to upload his own clips to Pornhub for the same reasons as raptor but suddenly these clips were getting more attention on Pornhub than they were on youtube i had people coming and finding me on Pornhub, and then coming to my youtube channel my twitter and stuff like that and they kind of kept doing it and that's why i'm still doing it now they got their own approaches to the content on the site too. Though their gaming content is innocent in itself, they've both, in their own way, experimented with double entendres. Dirty Ho from Raptor. It's just a video of him using a hoe in the game. Right. Tasty in turn has Twitch streamer accent. It shows massive cock while streaming, which is a picture of a cockerel. But many of each of their videos are titled just as you would uh, just as you would a normal let's play, adding to the content's juxtaposition. So what does success look like for Raptor and Tasty? Tasty's biggest video on Pornhub has about 430,000 views. He says that continuing to post on the site has led to at least 500 to 1,000 people a day just clicking on my Pornhub profile. The Call of Duty player has even had one of his videos feature on the front page of Pornhub because on my research... Um, Oh, wait, based on my research, it's like 40 to 60 videos a day that get featured. I don't know how it managed to have Call of Duty video on the homepage, but I think it's pretty cool. Raptor's content has been rising in the ranks for creators on the site. I started off, off the year, I'd, I'd like something of 120,000 at the very bottom of the barrel. And now I'm ranked 4,000 something. The creator has even invested money into Pornhub adverts to experiment with their returns. For Pornhub, it's about $1 for every 1,400 views, Raptor says. And on YouTube, it's like $4 to $5. It's definitely way lower than other sites like YouTube. And he makes a very good point that it's a big company like Pepsi that wouldn't place ads on Pornhub, right? Mm. So basically, if you want to look for some decent micro uh, Minecraft and Call of Duty Let's Play content, Pornhub, or not even necessarily decent. You just yeah, want to you just want to watch some you just, while you're there. You know, want to take a break from your evening's activities of being on Pornhub. Yes, the entire evening spent yeah. on Pornhub. You know, what an evening. If that's what you're doing with your Wednesday, if night. that's what you're doing with your Wednesday night, that's fine. I will judge you though. I won't live your life. My news comes from Cameron J Keywood at Cameron underscore Keywood on Twitter. Uh, and it is an article, and the, the thing that a, a lot of people will have seen by now, but I think it's worth talking about. Mm -hmm. It's from Kotaku, Luke Plunkett. Street Fighter 6's logo looks like $80 clip art. We're not talking roughly similar here. We're talking very similar. So Street Fighter 6 was announced this week. It was yeah. what the Capcom countdown was leading to, disappointing some people who wanted Resident Evil and pleasing others who wanted Street Fighter, and they got it. But Did the you logos, see the bulge in his pants? I did not. In the video, yes, one of the guys, I don't know. Ryu? Name, Ryu, yeah. maybe. 
Yeah, he's wearing like these grey like trousers mm-hmm. and there's a pan up shot. Yeah. And someone on Twitter was like, Hey, I guess I need to play the <laughs> Street Fighter because it's like a full on like Maybe that's where the rest of the Peter's logo's bulge. gone. Maybe on the bulge. It took you a Find few seconds to house. process that. And you're still thinking about <laughs> I'm still that bulge. Thinking about the bulge. Sorry. We didn't really get to see much of Street Fighter Six when it was revealed yesterday. This is earlier in the week, obviously. Mm-hmm. But one thing we did get a look at was the game's logo. I did not think we could get to a point where fans are rightly questioning a new game's logo in the absence of anything more substantial to complain about. But here we are. Street Fighter isn't just one of the most popular video game series of all times. Its l- time, sorry. Its logo uh, logos have also been some of the all-time greats, perfectly representing the setting and style of the games. That splashy martial artsy font has become as iconic as any of the series characters, and as you can see in the image below, you can't. From the first game's release in 1987 through to 2016 Street Fighter V, Capcom maintained a clear sense of continuity linking each game to the last. There's an advert now. What is this? What are you playing? Pause. Go away. Is that Lightning McQueen? Go away, Lightning McQueen. You're not welcome here. That beautiful combative font is gone, replaced with something that looks like the logo of a studio that has been forced into a support role on Call of Duty games for the rest of its life. It's very accurate. (laughs) The Roman numerals are gone too, with a basic six there instead. And the game's logo itself is just a big SF for Street Fighter. It looks bad. Bad like a coffee roaster that only advertises on Instagram. Bad like a company that makes cheap uniforms for social sports teams. Bad like, well, and then there's a side-by-side of an NFT logo from Uh, a company that looks almost identical. Does look very similar. But wait, it gets worse. As Ars Technica's Ulrich Lawson points out, not only does the big SF part of the logo look like clip art, it looks a lot like a very specific piece of clip art available for $80 on Adobe's stock site. There it is. It's the same what? logo, isn't it? Why, why is that? What is that logo for? So it's sort of a one, two, three, four. Is that hexagonal? Yes. What is that for? the shape? Hexagonal? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hexagon. It's sort of a hexagon with S and the letters S and F inside it. It's very Maybe it's, boring. It's hexagon five. Because one's five and one's seven, isn't it? Heptagon and hexagon. Hexagon. Heptagon. Hexagon. Hexagon. Septagon. I don't know. Shapes. Clearly. How many sides does a... Yeah. What do you call a six-sided shape? What do you call a six-sided shape? It's a hexagon. Oh, it's a hexagon. It's a hexagon. And I also just swore very quietly there. It may have been picked up and I apologize. I'm (laughs) I'm not going to give Kieran the timestamp because I I, quite frankly, I can't be bothered. Uh, Sure, there have been a few changes made like softer angles at some corners, the title crossbar on the F and a thinner border, but overall they are incredibly similar. Here they are side by side for for comparison. Yeah, we've seen Mm -hmm. it. And if that doesn't get the point across, here's an overlay with Capcom's logo in white and Adobe Clipart in grey. It's basically just the direction of some of the lines. They are they are basically the same. It does logo. look a bit wank, doesn't it? Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. They surely, surely will redesign this, right? I think that like if they hadn't had the lo- like all these logos before, and if it wasn't identical to that other one, I mm. think people wouldn't be so mad about it. But because of like what Street Fighter's logos looked like before. Yeah. They're being like, how can we make this more mature, more modern? And they just went, just get rid of everything fun about it. it. It's so boring looking. Yeah, put it in a hexagon. Really basic stuff. I think all of Luke's uh, comparisons were very accurate there. So there Mm. we are. That is the weird news. It's time for another question though. This has come... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's one of those days, yeah. huh? This comes from Elliot. They say, hey, bah, hold the pee. Ben, in the worst games list of, 20, of 2007, you stated that water is wet. Actually, cats stated. A common much. misconception. It's not my fault. Liquid water is not itself wet, yeah. but can make other solid materials wet. And then we can perhaps put it in brackets. Nerd! Shut up, Elliot. How you, dare you? Have you ever had a misconception about what a game was about or of, of, or of its quality? I need to realise that it's differed greatly... That it differed greatly, potentially missing out on something. You okay? Let me try that again. Yeah, we can do this. <laughs> One we more can time. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a misconception about what a game was about or mm-hmm. of its quality, only to realise that it greatly differed? That differed greatly, potentially missing out on something. I think there's a comma missing, and that's why I'm confused. I don't. I can't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you went from doubting Elliot to doubting I, yourself I just, immediately. There was no pause. Um, <laughs> you can do it. You've got this. This often used to happen to me when I assumed a game was about something based on its box art and missed hiring slash buying some buying <laughs> some real gems. It's oh. okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're only 55 minutes in and we've got the big discussion to go. Don't worry. Yeah. You're doing great. Isn't she doing great? Tell her in the comments she's doing I, great. I'm not. Um, so this happened to me. This is one example that I could think of. And I don't know why I thought this. And I still, to this day, have no idea what put the idea in my head and why I couldn't just shake it. Mm. I thought The Last of Us was The Walking Dead game. Oh. Like, I saw The Walking Dead footage and I, and my brain went, that is The Last of Us. And I couldn't convince myself that that was not, in fact, the case. So, hang on. You saw The Last of Us's box I art. I saw... I heard that... I knew the title, mm. The Last of Us, and I'd seen the box art of The Last of Us. And I'd seen gameplay of The Walking Dead at some point. And in my head, they were the same game. The Walking right. Dead did not exist. It was The Last of Us. Okay. I don't know if it's because I saw that it had like a kid in it. In The Walking Dead, there was a guy and a kid. And then on The Last of Us, I saw a guy and a kid in a zombie right. apocalypse. And my brain went, they are the so same. So just to be kid. clear, the TV, the TV show The Walking Dead in your Not mind. Not the TV show, the game. The game The, the, the Walking Telltale Dead. Walking. Yeah, wasn't there a Walking yeah, Dead so game? Yeah, te- so the Telltale Walking Dead game, yeah, you I thought, thought that was The Last of Us. that was The Last of Us. Right. So I was okay. like, I don't want to play that because I'm not interested in like that kind of game and I'll get bored. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I'm, yeah, I don't really want to play that. I'm not going to be interested in it. And then like, for and that was for a long time that I thought they were the same game. Mm-hmm. And my brain just couldn't figure out that in <laughs> fact, they were two different games. Right. Um, until I... I don't know why I think I like had it on PlayStation Plus or something. And I was like, hold on a minute. That's not The Last of Us. Hang on. What's this game? And Ben was like, that's The Last of Us. And I'm like, no, because The Last of Us is uh, <laughs> <that's> different. <laughs> it's the one with a little boy in it. It's got a little boy in it or something. <laughs> and I was like, it's, it's a Telltale game. And he was like, no. What are you talking about? And that's when we figured out that I had convinced myself mm. that The Walking Dead was The Last of Us. Just living so in I your own universe. Put it off playing it for so long because I didn't want to. I didn't want to play The Walking Dead. It turns out that's no different games. Um, totally so I played different it things. and I really enjoyed it. And I was like, "What is What is wrong with me? Why did I think this was a completely different game this whole time?" Yeah. And I still don't know how I made this connection or what it was that I'd convinced myself that so thoroughly. That they were the same game, but they're not. 
in case you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just a PSA. (laughs) Um, So that's the only like example I can think of of me just convincing myself that I don't want to play something Mm. for a completely false reason. Okay. So, yeah. I can't say I've ever done it for box art reasons. No. Um, And if I did, it was probably when I was a child, Mm. very young. Uh, I did used to be extremely scared of horror games and like psychological stuff. And I said used to. Well, I'm, be- I'm much better now. Like I, I used to be very delicate. Mm-hmm. Anything would upset me. So when they, when Woolworths existed, I used to go into Woolworths and they sold games there and there was a game aisle. And if I was feeling brave, I would like look at the spooky game boxes, just like read the back and just be like, <laughs> never going to play <laughs> it. Though. Never, never going to play it though. But again, that wasn't so much me dismissing the game because of the box art it was more just because i know this is a scary game because there's like a bloody man on the front yeah and i don't want to play that uh in terms of games that i've made sort of more general assumptions about um and then took ages to play near automata Mm. automata automata automata, (laughs) um was one i sort of wrote off i knew it was good Mm. i knew what the, the reviews were saying but i just wasn't interested in sort of the anime waifu game and i when I played it, I still wasn't interested in it because of the anime wifey anime stuff. Uh, in fact, if anything, that sort of put me off a bit because it's yeah. just it's just it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's just a, it's a lot. Uh, but it's an excellent game, and I put off playing it for ages. I also really don't like roguelikes or roguelites, and I ended up playing Hades. I'm, I'm really enjoying that, not as much as everyone else. It seems <laughs> that some people were able to play it almost endlessly and put mm. like dozens and dozens of hours into it i was just i got to the end like i did one f- full successful run and i built up to that and then i was done with hades uh yeah. but you know i surprised myself by playing something that i'd practically written off because it because of the genre it was in that i just didn't usually like those games so mm. you know it's what's trying to do things <laughs> this what's trying to do things sometimes so there, there we are didn't know what you said at first. <laughs> I was like, "What? What's he saying? What's he saying For right God's now?" For God's sake! I'm like, I'm not well, so you've got uh-huh. to go play, try new games, haven't you? So you've got to go try and play them. Well, cool. It's time for the next question now, which I don't know if you've been following along. No, they haven't. It's time for the big discussion. It's big discussion time. Time for a big discussion. This week's big discussion comes courtesy of Fergus Jeffs. Two first names. Mm-hmm. Who says, hello, Ben Dan Drake and Aloyston, yep. also known as Ba. Uncharted is currently performing poorly with film critics, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and 47% on Metacritic, but has successfully attracted paying audiences, surpassing its $120 million budget in its first two weeks of release as avid gamers. That's us. We're the avid gamers. Yes. Are you excited when video game franchises like Uncharted are made into major motion pictures? Or do you worry about how bad these eventual film adaptations will be, especially when films based on Borderlands, Portal and Minecraft are currently in the works? Question mark. Loved last week's podcast, despite the lack of TP. If Ashton and Peter are Team Chaos, then Ashton and Ben are Team Hangout in my book. Keep up the excellent work in Tiny Peter's absence. Fergus Jeffs, a.k.a. Forgotten Media 141. Thank you, Fergus Jeffs. Thank you, Fergus Jeffs. From Team Hangout. So here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We watched... We have the novelization of the film on the desk. We watched Uncharted last night. Uh, Ashton will read you an excerpt in just a second after I explain what we're doing. We will answer Fergus Jeff's question. Then we'll talk generally, spoiler free, about about the film. 
and whether or not we'd recommend it. And then for the remaining portion of the podcast, we will talk about, we'll talk spoilers. So if you're not sorry, asked- I wasn't listening. Can you give me a recap? We're talking about- So we're going to answer Fergus's question. question. Yeah. Then we're going to talk generally about the Uncharted movie and what we thought of it without no spoilers. spoilers. And then we're going to give a spoiler warning and we're going to talk about the film in detail. So if you've already watched it or you're just not fussed, you can hear us sort of just talk all about it mm -hmm. uh, with, with spoilers involved. So yes. that's the plan. You got an excerpt there? I do. Nate felt good. Tired but happy. He brushed a kiss on sleeping Chloe's soft hair and flopped down next to her, tucking a pillow under his head. He doubted he'd sleep much. He was too... Nate fell into a black, dreamless hole. <laughs> that did not happen in the film. No. There was no intimacy there between those no, two. I mean, there was like a... They slept in the same bed, but there was nothing else implied. Well, we never saw them sleeping in this bed together. Oh, yeah, it was just... They were One just taking it in turns. It was, it was really weird. There yeah. was sort of implied... Anyway. Anyway, we'll talk about we'll, that later. We'll get about that. Uh, so, let's answer Fergus's question. What did uh, you think of the question? <laughs> well, then, what I thought of the question is this. I think that the Borderlands movie is going to be bad, and it will take a lot to convince me that Borderlands movie is not going to be bad. Mm. Um, and I kind of think that they are doing it on purpose now. I kind of think that they think if we keep making, if we make this movie bad, people will come and see it. I wouldn't say Uncharted last night. And I only went because I thought we it was going to be bad. We went ironically, yeah. But we still paid for it. So, you know. We did. We paid those cine Was ironically, we still well. paid the tenor. Um, but yeah, I think that, I, I think they're going to be bad. And I think that that is just kind of the, what's happened to our opinion of video game movie adaptations. Thanks to all of the ones we've seen so far. Yeah. The Resident Evil one that came out recently is bad, apparently. Haven't seen it, uh, but heard bad things. Um, this one is bad. Um, I just think that they just don't know what they're doing. And I don't understand how they can take something that is so good for like loads of people and make it so rubbish. There still hasn't been a genuinely good video game movie no. like really good i think sonic sonic is, is the, the best is, one. <laughs> but i think even that is the least offensive one well, it's also kind of not really a video game adaptation and as such well, it's like so. kind of a, a different story about a video game character was it kind of so's uncharted like it's really yeah again they, we'll talk about it but it's weird yeah, but it is kind of like don't bother making a movie about a game that mm. you've kind of that's got its own story like Make I a TV show. Make a TV show or make like, or, or like make, get a character from a movie or TV, a TV, no, or get a video game mm. and like write them a new story. Yeah. Like take Nathan Drake. I mean, they didn't really take Nathan Drake, but put him in a new story that kind of doesn't reflect any of the video games, but like have him, you know, have his origin story be something different. Like Lara, the Lara Croft game, the Lara Croft movie isn't a direct adaptation of the movie, mm -hmm. of the game even. Oh God, I'm all over the place. It's kind of taking inspiration, but it's not... If you hadn't, if you played the games, you can't really tell which one it's meant to be from. And also, if you haven't played the games, um, it's just a movie that's not very good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I'm just immediately cynical as soon as a mm. video game movie's been announced. And just, just for context, by the way, that as far as the, the Borderlands movie's done... That's that's finished shooting. 
The yeah. Minecraft movie has no current date for release after that. Like it's stuck in pre-production hell, as is the Portal movie. So those yeah. those movies, they they are not coming probably ever. Mm. Um, but for you know, certainly in terms of what we have confirmed, we've got the Uncharted movie, we've got Sonic Two, we're going to have a Sonic Three and uh, a TV show and a TV show. I think the TV run of things with video game adaptations has been so good by comparison, uh, mm. in comparison to the you know the, the the film works. But even as we'll talk about in a second, even where we are now, not being that great, it's still better than where we were because Uwe Boll, who is a notoriously dreadful director, has directed some of the worst reviewed and received movies ever made. Mm several of which were video game adaptations. Mm -hmm. So the, the the benchmark is low. Yeah. And no, we haven't had any incredible video game movies, and I'm not sure that we ever will, but they are at least getting to the point where there's there's sort of you can put up with them now. Mm. You know, like they're they're not they're not as horrible as they used to be. They're just a bit more palatable yeah i suppose and that's still not good yeah but it's better than it was i kind of think that like they're not even making movies but i don't think they're even trying to make a good movie at this point like the movie from an, i've never played uncharted mm. but from my perspective was still a bad movie and i don't have any of the resentment to having played and loved the games and then watched the movie for me it was just not a good movie right but also i mean i know enough about the character and the games and stuff to kind of understand uh, people's frustrations at the character and the movie but like they, i don't think they're trying i feel like they're not trying come on <laughs> put some effort in i yeah 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 i i think it just it was it was not a good movie no, it wasn't a good movie uh i suppose now we can talk generally about how mm. we found it it wasn't a good movie it but wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't a terrible movie. This was, I mean, in terms of why it's done so well, it's the star power of Tom, Tom Holland, Holland, isn't it? He's yeah, so dreamy. He's so dreamy. He took off his shirt several times and I felt inadequate and that's not very nice, is it, Tom? So, you know, stop that, please. <laughs> if you don't mind. If you don't mind. But I think that's one of the big reasons that this film has done so well is because Tom Holland is there. Yeah. And this almost feels like Tom Holland's... Uh, Tom Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom Holland's yeah. Chris Pratt moment. Mm. Where you remember when Chris Pratt was Star Lord and then he was in everything. Yeah. Tom Holland was in Spider-Man. Now, now he's, he's in everything. everything. But the the issue is, which is sort of my issue with Tom Holland in this role in particular, is that he wasn't very like self-aware or goofy. Mm. Part of the reason we love him so much as Spider-Man is because he's just he's a bit of a nerd. Yeah. And he's a bit silly. Yeah. And the same goes for Chris Pratt, where he's at his best, where he's playing a bit of an idiot mm. because that's a role in which he excels. Seeing him play like the straight man, like the the action hero, doesn't really work for me. Hey, I don't, Tom Holland or? Both. Okay. I don't like seeing Tom Holland because Tom Holland was basically that in Uncharted. Yeah. He was sort of very self... He was very... Um, self he had a lot of self-confidence. Yeah. He was very cocky. And it's like that. that is, that's not bad. And Tom Holland deserves to play more than one character for the rest mm. of his life. But much like Chris Pratt, I think there's a lot of parallels there where he's being put into every movie that's coming out. 
And now he's moving away from the sort of role that I think he excels in. Well, see, say that. I kind of thought that he was a bit too Spider-Man-y. Really? Yeah. Oh, he definitely wasn't Nathan Drake. There was a Nathan couple of Drake. times where I was like, this is just like, they were like, well, he's really good at doing this in Spider-Man, so make sure you write it in that like he makes like a funny little quip or like he's yeah. like, you know, he's he's got a heart of gold like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's just like, you're right. It's just it's purely the fact that Tom Holland is in this movie straight after Spider-Man, where that's why it's done so well. I think so. If this movie came out pre the recent Spider-Man, if not like a couple months down the line now, I don't think it would have done nearly as well as... Probably not. If Mark has. Wahlberg was playing Nathan Drake and Tom Holland was nowhere near it, mm. I don't think this would have done anywhere near as well. I just don't think any of the characters were particularly likable in the movie. No, they were all kind of horrible. They were all kind of horrible. Like, everyone just, like, I get the point. Everyone's just double-crossing everyone because who can be trusted? Yeah. But after the fourth or fifth double-cross, maybe actually the third or fourth double-cross, I was a bit like, okay, And they're all just laughing it it off. Like, there was no conflict in this movie that lasted longer (laughs) than one scene. Yeah. Tom Holland's like, I'm never going to work with you again. I'm leaving. (laughs) Packing his bag... And then he's like, fine, we're friends again. But don't <laughs> but think only I'm forgiven until you. this happens. And then like that happens. And then you're like, okay, so well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Nate? And then they're like, oh no, she's gone off and she's been betrayed. Uh, psych. No, she hasn't. Oh no, he hasn't. Like it's just she's a... been betrayed again. And then she rolls her eyes like, classic Nathan classic Drake. It's like, hang on a minute You've here. Known him for two minutes. This is Chloe. this is this is moving. This is moving really fast. Yeah, can we all just slow it, down, honestly, please. Honestly, like there were so many times where I was like <laughs> getting whiplash from who was friend, like who was the meant to be like in the good person in the situation. Yeah. And the whole thing's like, Mark Wahlberg, you don't care about anyone but yourself. Hey, You're what do you mean? So I'm, Mark Wal- I'm Mark Wahlberg. I'm what Mark Wahlberg. And oh. then it's just like, mm, but you're kind of my best friend. And yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. And we'll, we'll, dip, into the, we'll dip our toes into the spoiler water in a second. Also, it's like so... I couldn't see what was going on half the time. It's really dark. There were so many scenes where I wasn't sure if I needed glasses because it felt like it was out of focus but then mm. one of the uh, Liam who was there with us was like what do you mean was that whole scene like out of focus and I was like oh thank god I thought like <laughs> do I need glasses I didn't notice like, that what it was out of focus on? but I couldn't see half the stuff they were talking about like oh it's in the sh- it's in the shape does this look like a letter to you I'm like I can't bloody huh? s- I can't see it I think we're it's dark so room. dark in there it's like they yeah. just they just they clearly shot on the flipping jungle run set yeah and then they just dumped the the brightness down to make it seem dingier. Uh, However, this film is a really dumb action-adventure movie. Mm. That's what it is. You could take the Uncharted name from it and it will be exactly the same film. The the influences of the Uncharted game series on this film are skin deep and not, in fact, not even that deep. It's just surface-level stuff. Just you've got names of characters some set pieces from the games. It's like if someone mixed you a really, really weak squash. Yeah. Like a drink of squash. And they put like, it's really diluted and there's almost no Uncharted. It's just because it's called Uncharted. 
That's the only a, person resemblance. I have a question for you okay. about a character in, in the movie and the game. Yeah. Is Chloe yeah. Australian in the game? Because so, in this movie, she's got about seven different accents. Yeah, so At one point, she's like, <laughs> Chloe is... give me the gun. And the next one, she's like, oh, I'm just off to... I'm just off to do this. Toodle peep, toodle peep, governor. Yeah. And then she's like, God, I've been betrayed again. And I'm like, what is your accent? Who are you? And so, I can tell what she was meant to be. I'm not 100% sure on all, all of the facts, but Chloe Fraser is at the very least played by Claudia Black, who I believe is Australian. Right. So she has an Australian accent. However, I believe her story in the Uncharted universe is her parents, at the very least her father, I think, is Indian, and then she grew up in Australia. I think that's right. I think that's what's going on there. So she's meant to have an Australian accent, but you're right. She sounded American, English, and like sort one, of strangled Australian at various like points. There's one particular line where she's like holding a gun up and like threatening someone, and she says something in the most cockney accent I've <laughs> ever heard. Oi, and I was like... Bruv, give me the scholar now. <laughs> legit, I was like... What's, who is, what's her accent meant to be? I'm so lost now. Yeah, it's really daft. Mm. Uh, however, what, what I was going to say, because it's a dumb action-adventure movie, have you seen Red Notice? Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that's it is awful. Movie. This was better than Red it Notice. It was better than Red Notice. So at the very least, if you're looking for like a really... I can't necessarily recommend people like a treasure go... treasure hunt. Yeah, I can't necessarily recommend people go out of their way to see it in the cinema, but when it's available inevitably on streaming services mm. in the next month or so... It's like a Saturday evening family film Rump. to watch. Like yeah. it's it's super easy to watch. It's inoffensive. It has absurd like fast and furious level set pieces that borderline <laughs> eye rolling. Yeah, which and it did actually stray into eye roll territory several times, which we'll talk about right spoil. right now. Right now. Do you have any Spoiler closing no. any any closing comments on Uncharted before no, we, we talk about spoilers? No, no. Okay, right, we're Spoiler going to, we're going to the spoiler zone now. If you right don't now. if you Three. want to see Uncharted before we spoil it, Two. then you may want to turn off now. Thank you for listening. We love One. you. There's a pirate ship that jumps over another pirate ship because they're being carried by helicopters. It's a, a sky pirate like chase and they is a Scottish man who says about three lines and then just proceeds to just make Scottishisms for the rest of the movie. Yep. Okay, so let's start things <laughs> off with that pirate ship stuff. So pirate. this this was something lifted oh. from Uncharted 4. Does it they find in the, in the games? Not not the not the helicopter chase, <laughs> okay, no. Cool. So they find a they find two pirate ships. That's what they've been searching for. They're full of gold. Mm. They get two helicopters and they airlift these this like 600 year old pirate ship yeah. that's just been decaying in a cave somehow has the structural integrity to be lifted, airlifted out with just a couple of harnesses under it. Yeah. Not like a big web of netting, just like two, yeah. two horizontal things going just underneath. a couple of chains. They lift it out with Nate and Sully hiding inside it. Yeah. And then Sully, who of course was in the Navy, climbs up and hijacks the helicopter. He then starts flying it away, but oh no, they've been spotted by, by the other helicopter uh, that's lifting woman. the other ship. 
So then so instead of like going... putting the other priceless ship down and saving that money in that ship, yeah. they proceed to chase after yeah. the helicopter. They're right next the to the ship. big boat that they were going to drop it off at. And yeah. she goes, no, so change course. And they just veer that. off and the pirate ship goes, whoa. It's not a pirate ship, to be fair. It's Sorry, it's just an, an explorer ship. ship. Yeah. Just sort of starts veering wildly as they bank away. And then they proceed to have this drawn out, absurd chase scene where it's two helicopters carrying pirate carrying ship. massive pirate great ship. big wooden ships that are 600 years old they're like smashing into cliffs yeah. they're crashing into each other there's people fighting on the decks of both of them and they're firing like grapple guns to swing, swing across. across it's so stupid and there's one point where like they try and go down between these two rocks to like escape with their pirate ship nate and sully and uh they other people bring their pirate ship round mm -hmm. so sully flies up mm -hmm. and with the pirate no it's not a pirate ship but i'm gonna keep calling it a pirate ship mm. they jump over the in other slow motion in slow motion they i say jump they fly over the other pirate ship and helicopter and go down on the other side and then nobody gets even gets the helicopter a pirate ship the pirate ships both yeah. sink they both get smashed to pieces and they collapse. Do you but know what else wound me up? Go on, tell me. So the bad guy in this is meant to be the dad from Spy Kids. Antonio Anton Banderas. Antonio Banderas. He's like the bad guy. And his whole thing is like his dad's giving away his fortune, which we find out in one scene. And the next scene, he gets the bad woman to kill him, his dad. Yeah, he's hired a bad woman. He hires a bad woman. Who to runs kill in the same circles as, as Sully. Sully. Yeah. Like they're ex-lovers or whatever. And... um. So she kills his dad. So mm. he's now inherited all of the fortune. And then in the next scene, after we've just watched this whole thing about him and his dad, which is completely inconsequential to the rest of the story, she just kills him. She uses him to fund the, the thing. Yeah. And then she just slits his throat, which, by the way, barely a drop of blood. Yeah, rubbish that. It's like <laughs> someone just coloured like, his neck in with bio. I thought he was going to wake up again because there was like so little amount of blood. <laughs> you, you can see him still breathing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I was like, why did we spend 15 minutes about this guy and his dad mm -hmm. if in the next scene you were just going to kill him off? Like, just yep. don't bother with the dad story. We didn't need it. We could have just gone straight from he's the bad guy. It's dumb. It's dumb. So dumb. And also, another thing. Yeah. We're meant to believe... Mm. That these things that they find in the in Barcelona, like the, they've got these keys and they have to go and find the like the they think the gold's in Barcelona, so they go there. We're meant to believe that this area that they find yeah, has, has never, never been discovered. Never by been excavated, anyone. the center of Barcelona. So they climb through this tunnel and there's all these like industrial pipes, and then they go through like a door and they're just in a rave. Mm -hmm. and they have to go through the back of the bar and then they're in another little room. But the thing that annoyed me the most was that the room that they were looking for is just like under a sewer drain. Yeah. Like there's just a drain by a pot, a fountain and Mark Wahlberg's at the top going like, hey guys, uh, hey, it's I'm, me, not Mark Wahlberg. Give, I'm not giving you my key. Oh, so man. Like, here's my key. Like literally like straight away. Just invented key. drama. And then no like you're under this sewer drain. I'm like, if there's even like a small blockage, yeah. They're going to go down under the square and find this massive room full of like Roman artifacts and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, are you trying to get me How on earth has this existed? That no one's ever even looked at this before. Like, it's so dumb. There was maybe, maybe less than half of this film was actual treasure hunting. The rest mm. was like weird 
being at an auction and Swinging Nathan Drake being a like a sexy bartender, but he can afford this amazing apartment on his yeah. own and he's got no friends. Yeah. It it doesn't like it's all really weird. I've got a few more things written down here. Um in terms of the bits they used from the films, there's obviously the things you've seen from the trailer. From the games. What did I say? The films. films. Yeah, from the games. Yeah, where he falls out the back of the cargo plane oh, yeah. and he's grabbing onto the we just like at the cargo. beginning of it and then we do a flashback. We do some flashbacks and flash forwards, but yeah, so that's Uncharted 3. Then there's the there's the the pirate ships, which is from Uncharted 4, but without the helicopter scene. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's kind of it in terms of stuff that's taken from the games directly. I'm sure there's other references, but that's sort of it. There's also the the auction scene, which doesn't really happen in Uncharted 4, but there's a bit like it where they're at like a fancy party. Right. Um, I don't know who the evil lady is meant to be. I was going to say, is she she's in not, the games? She's not in the games. Right. There's there's a character she's called Nadine Ross who sort of plays spoiler in Uncharted 4, but she's that wasn't her, I don't think. I think it was just sort of an invented character. I've also got Chloe's accent written down, uh, ship helicopter chase, uh, the Scottish stereotype man. Every time he spoke, his entire uh, like personality and purpose was to basically take the piss out of the Scottish. But he also in the in the credits, his name was the Scotsman. Yeah, that was his name. It was rubbish. It was he was a rubbish character, and every time he spoke, I was sat next to Fraser, our community and social manager, who is Scottish, yeah. and he, I could just hear him go, <sighs> and I could hear James the other side of him like laughing every yeah. time he was on screen because he just he was just written to just speak loudly and fast yeah. in a way that that. Like, the obvious response would be, what What are you saying? Your yeah. accent's so strong. Rubbish. Also, like, she, so the bad girl, she had two henchmen, the Scotsman yeah. and the other guy who didn't say a didn't single say word, a word and was barely in the film. And then he, like, literally just got, like, yeeted off and just died. He got hit, like, just rammed into a rock and basically just died. I don't know why he was there. But, like, I was like... Who cares about? She's like clearly capable enough to like take people out pretty easy, and like she's this evil mastermind. Which I mean, we barely get any character development from her. She just is evil, and you don't even see her doing anything evil. She just kills a couple guys, Mm. Um, which I mean could say is evil, but not in this film. (laughs) Well, everyone kills Um, everyone. It's fine. But yeah, like there's these two guys, and I'm like, what is the point? They're not even really the like comic relief. And there was one line. I think the Scotsman is meant to be comic yeah, relief. But, like, That's he's the not, thing. He's it doesn't land. It. it doesn't land. And there's one line that made me like actively be like, this film is rubbish. They're going through Mark Wahlberg's phone. Mark Wahlberg. And Tom Holland says, oh, you got, why do you not close your apps? And then that's kind of funny. And then he goes, Tinder. And Mark Wahlberg goes, yeah, I own that. And I was like, Get in the bin. Stupid line. Not funny. I Doesn't land. What I does hate that mean? Because he was like, I don't know. I think he was being like, yeah, I own that I'm dating women or like I own that I have Twitter. I was like, at uh, Tinder. I was like. It's just such a weird response. I, I was literally think it was like, strange. sat there and I was like, I hate what? that. That made yeah, me I have actually annoyed. Because it was just like, what a stupid, stupid line that didn't land. And I hated it. And also the, some of the CGI is well weird. Let's talk about Nolan North for a minute. Uh, oh, because... I forgot he was... In... Oh my God, I need to find the moment in the Okay, book. because Nolan North is in this film, as expected. Yeah. He makes a cameo and it's after the the cargo scenario when they're jumping out the cargo plane and all the he's like falling off the crates and stuff. They land successfully. 
that what I love about this the most, actually, this scene before you before you read this, before yeah. we talk about Nolan North, is that they're sat on top of a crate, right? And in the middle, of, in the the middle of the ocean. And Chloe's facing towards the camera, so we can't see. We're looking over uh, Nate's shoulder. He's looking the other way. And we're, we're led to believe that they've basically given up all hope and they're just sat there floating in the ocean, sort of like, I wonder if anyone will rescue us. Chloe then goes, oh, Nate, guess what? And it's like, what? If it's more ocean, then I can tell you that's what I'm seeing as well. And she goes, no, look. And he turns around and he goes, oh. And then in the next scene, they're like walking up on a beach, which leads us to think, or it's implied, that Chloe has been staring at this island <laughs> yeah. the entire time. Found and it. it hasn't said anything. Just hasn't said anything. But as they're walking up this beach, they see a man, Who's a very familiar looking man. For the beach, by the way. He's wearing like a jacket. He's wearing a jacket. He's on his he's on his deck chair. And, and the conversation is as follows. <clears throat> I'll read you from the... A friendly looking white guy in cargo shorts and a jersey was watching from a lounge chair as they trudged out of the waves. He spoke up. Whoa, what happened to you? Nate was too tired to come up with anything. We fell out of a car that fell out of a plane. Cargo shorts didn't blink. Huh, something like that happened to me once. Really? Nate took a closer look at him. Dark hair, aging handsomely, kind of reminded him of one of the Brady boys from the TV show, but his features were more chis finely chiseled. He didn't appear to be lying either. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, the guy said, and leaned back in his chair, his gaze take, taking on a faraway look. Nate glanced at Chloe, who shrugged as they kept walking vaguely towards the bar. Good luck, the guy called after them. And Nate raised a hand, but couldn't muster enough energy to turn back and smile. It was rubbish. It was so terrible. By the way, that the things he's wearing, I think, are actually, it's a, an Easter egg because that was one of the original designs for Nathan Drake. Right. That outfit that he was wearing. I was like, he's on a beach but, in a lounge chair, fully clothed. But when he showed up, we were like, right, there he is. What's he going to say? And Nate's like, oh, I just oh, fell out of a plane. And there's one. Nolan North like, oh, yeah, I do that too. It's, <laughs> oh, cool. it's me. It's me, Nolan North. You know, from the game. You are in the film in the game when I was in the regular game. Do you remember? <laughs> remember we were the same guy. <laughs> it was it was the most groan-inducing moment of the entire but movie. But actually, fully, fully went like... <laughs> like what? I had a visceral reaction to Nolan North in uh, in the Uncharted. I didn't movie. know what he looked like at first, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" And then I realized, "Oh, it must be Nolan North." Did you recognize his voice? Uh, yeah, he after we start talking. Yeah. But do you know what also bothered me? What? So the whole thing is that they're like double crossing each other constantly. They're like constantly backstabbing and being really annoying. It happens constantly throughout the film. But at one point, Chloe and Nate are in a hotel room together, mm. and. Nate figures out where they need to go. So he writes down their coordinates on a piece of paper. He thinks on. about waking her up. He thinks about waking sleeping. her up and he's like, mm, she's so pretty and she's got boobies. So maybe I'll let her sleep. <laughs> she's and then, so well, from whatever country she's meant to be from. <laughs> and then he like writes them down and goes to bed. And then we see the next scene is Chloe awake, wandering around the hotel room, sees the coordinates, looks at Tom Holland, goes, mm, he's not that fit. And then <laughs> leaves. <laughs> leaves him and goes to the coordinates and then he wakes up and he's like he, he i hid the coordinates in a bottle those aren't the real coordinates you fool i put some i put some 
secret, like, correct coordinates that I still wrote down on a piece of paper <laughs> and f- curled up and put in the top of a bottle. She won't find that. three inches to the left of the note that she left She'll in. never find it. And then it. she goes off in a bloody speedboat and is always like, God. you have to, sorry, Nate, I have to think of my own self or whatever she writes in the note. And then he's like, oh, my, my, my coordinates are actually here. No, my coordinates are in all And then time. he gets in an identical speedboat yeah, they and had one going speedboat. somewhere the else. The product place Placement in this film oh is, my God. is so egregious as well. I'm literally the Papa John's. I am li- <laughs> so so Chloe. <laughs> that is a line from this film, and I hope it says it in the book. As well. I, have look. I am literally I in am a Papa literally in a Papa John's right now. <laughs> Victor, if you want to see Victor Sullivan, beloved video game character, say I am literally in a, in a Papa John's right now then you need to go see this film because he does that. There's also so much absolute vodka in this film. Any bar scene, there's absolute vodka in it. Um, There's a lot of Ford vehicles. I mean, Sony movies have always done it. James Bond is is terrible for it. He's Mm. always got his Sony Vio laptop and and so on. Anyway, well... um, Ashton looks for that. I can't even remember what we were saying now. Yeah, so she goes off in a speedboat. He goes off in the same speedboat, but a different speedboat. It's not... So he says... The kids are in distress, almost caught up kids, Sully said, and hurried to the corner of the building at a closed gift shop. But no, the dot wasn't quite so far. It was a second store, a pizzeria. A neon abiretto sign glowed in the clean glass window. And then he's... (laughs) It is in the book. Um, The architect had gone with the fun gothic-style tambric fake Roman columns throughout... I'm in a Papa John's, Sully said, A soul-bored teen leaned on the counter at the front, scrolling through his phone. We are in a Roman death cell, Chloe streaked. Literally in a... I'm I, literally I in am in a, a Papa, Papa John's. John's right now. Yeah, they have a fight and he's in a Papa in John's. In a Papa John's. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> what we're led to believe, because the timing of these things, like these events that are happening are so off. Yeah. So... Nate goes to goes to the correct coordinates, swims under a little gap, finds the ships. But he's seen goes by the in. bad people on his way. So they're really close to the correct coordinates. Yeah. So he's doing yeah. that. He gets there. Sully tracks him because he always has his apps open. Mm, so he finds him. My app. They the baddies then blow open the wall. Those uh, both Nate and uh, and Sully hide in in like the the deck of one of the boats. They proceed to unload a load of stuff. Then they no, they don't unload anything because they're flipping idiots. Well, don't the bad they? guys. No, they don't. I thought for a second they they were going to unload some of the gold, but they don't do it. No, do they? they just they just decide, to, decide to, the to airlift the whole thing out, the boats and the gold. Yeah. So they secure the boats, airlift them out. There's a ten minute boat sky boat chase mm. that we talked about already and then at the end when sully and nate are leaving they look down and chloe's still in her speedboat <laughs> going going, around the going somewhere and she looks up and goes oh no <laughs> what are you what are you doing and there's also a moment right around that time the the bad lady gets dropped out of the boat she falls into the water. Then they they cut the boat loose because it the anchor's been dropped. Which this six hundred year old anchor is stronger than the, the than the horsepower and the pull of this helicopter apparently, and they're stuck in place. They get rid of the boat. It comes smashing down into the water on, on top, top of, of the her. Bad lady. She's it dead looks now. for a minute like hey, 
the boat has somehow survived. It even sails for a little yeah. bit on its it own. Unfurls the sails like, it just and sails for sails a bit. Off. And then it sinks. In the in, and remember, in the meantime, the helicopter is going hell for leather. Like, we need to get out of here. We need to go. And then the final shot is uh, it pans down from the helicopter as the camera stays static and the helicopter starts to go away. And, and, the, the and it's implied, yeah, the mast is like right underneath just, them. Just like sinking. the boat has kept pace while it's been sinking with the, it was really bad. It, it was yeah. so weird. Yeah. There was one other bit that I was trying to think of that like happens. Oh yeah. So there's a, they get in the big cargo plane and they're like, oh, we're going to go wherever they're going. They're going to the Philippines. So we'll get on the plane with them. So we know where they're going. Uh, Apparently, they spent 10 hours in the boot of a car that is tiny. Yeah. Like, they're having to, like, cuddle up in this boot for 10 hours in the cargo hold of this boat, of this plane. They don't think once to get out and, like, mm -hmm. find somewhere else to hide. And then they're all trying to, like, they're dropping all the supplies down. So they're like, we're going to get a parachute and we're going to go now. But instead of just getting a parachute... Nate decides this woman killed my brother. Therefore, I'm going to try and fight her and all of her mercenaries with no weapons mm -hmm. and just be like, hey, you killed my brother. Did you kill my brother? How dare you? It's and time then, for some drama. And then it's like yeah. the, the plane scene that we saw in the trailer and it's at the beginning of the movie and in the middle of the movie. There's so many moments where it's just like manufactured drama. Mm. Like they just put it in for the sake of it. Also, I know they were about to drop the cargo, but those cargo doors were seemingly open the entire flight. Mm. I don't know why I was so confused as to why and why it was so quiet. It wasn't that loud at all. And, there's and a, there's they a, have a conversation where they're stood on a car that's free falling. Yeah. You remember that bit? Yeah, the car, they drive She's a car like out. in the car. And he's yeah. like, hey, what are you doing here? And she dives out and like with like, her parachute. And he's like just sat there spider-manning on top of the car. Like, but she doesn't have a parachute not? either. Oh, does she not? No, she she they land on a box. Can the box and the box has a parachute? But so. I don't understand how they're able to just no. like stick he's to this car. He's literally just sitting. He's on just the car, crouched on it, just like while it's free falling. He's like, oh, and then I'll meet you there, and just jump. They're having off a this, conversation. It's, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. So there's a mid-credit scene uh, where we see Sully with a mustache. Thank God, finally. Mm. Um, and Nate is just looking more and more like oh, Sam, Nate. Sam, his brother's um, still alive. Yeah, it's implied He's like that in prison his brother's still alive somewhere. Um, and also we're introduced to the character. It, it wasn't introduced to Roman, but the, the villain from the first game is, is a guy called Roman. And uh, he's spoken about in this scene, which implies that they're going to do a sequel. And I think with the money, it's, it's they're made. They're definitely making a sequel. They will do a sequel. Um, the, the theme song, the classic Uncharted theme song, it, there's like a, a subtle remixed version played during the, the sky boat chase scene. And then it full on plays it during the opening, uh, during the credits, mm. sorry. Um, and I, I would hope there'd be a bit more in there. However, I will say this, as ridiculous and as absurd as that movie was, I'd watch a sequel. I would watch a sequel. I would watch a sequel too. I would watch a sequel. It Purely wasn't just out good. of curiosity. It made me want to play the game, not because of this, but in spite of this. <laughs> to see how good it should to be. To see what, like, to kind of understand a bit more about why. Because if I just watched this movie, I'd be like, why would anyone like the games? Yeah. If this is what the characters are like, this is what the games are like, why would anyone play these games? This was a dumb action movie that had almost nothing to do with Uncharted. Mm. And yet, with Tom Holland, he's so dreamy. So dreamy. And, uh... 
Mark, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I, I would watch a sequel because I genuinely think as poor as this film was in a lot of places, I think it was more that it was absurd and far-fetched mm. than it was genuinely bad. Like, I, I really quite liked the relationship that Sully and Nate had. I, yeah. At least, at the very least, I think Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg have chemistry. Yeah. And I believed them as like a begrudging duo. And I would watch a second one, especially if they're, if it's just, if it's going to be as ridiculous and yeah. we can sit here afterwards and laugh about how dumb it was. <laughs> yeah. Because I've watched worse action adventure treasure hunter movies than that. It just so happens that it that it is based on a game series that's really good, and this was not really good. Yeah. yeah. How you? How do you feel, Ashton? I, I, do you I, disagree I, with that? No, I agree with you. I think the movie is honestly the, the. I would just use the word fine to describe it. Yeah, it's, it's inoffensive. It's not. If you are looking to watch a movie at some point and you see it, yeah, watch it. It's not as bad as I was it's expecting. It's not as bad as the Red Notice, and we all yeah. watched that. So we all watched that, looking for Dwayne and and Wonder Woman and Deadpool. Reynolds, you know, yeah. that was truly terrible. But yeah, this wasn't so bad. We got to work out what we're going to do with this book. I love the fact that it actually name drops Papa John. <laughs> I know. I am literally in a Papa John. I'm literally in a Papa John right now. Dreadful, God. dreadful. But it, like, I I've been thinking about it ever since. <laughs> ever since I've been like, I can't. Did that really happen? I can't believe Nolan North was there saying, "Hey, it's me, Nathan You Nathan Drake. Do you like shooting people on islands as well? I love that, Nathan Drake." <laughs> it was rubbish, uh, but it was also excellent. It was excellent in only in the way, way a bad film could it's be. Say, it's the reason I love bad films because they're so bad they maybe are good. That was great, but that was a really big budget one. I think people will like this Literally for the same budget. reason people people are like Fast and Furious. Yeah. I genuinely think there's a lot of parallels between so. the over the top absurd action in, mm. in those films and and this one. So roll on with a sequel. I'm ready. Full steam so ahead, Sony. Full steam ahead. <laughs> Well, <sighs> tired. Now. After an hour and forty minutes of us slagging off uh, the Uncharted, movie. Oh, well, forty minutes. Of okay, forty off minutes Uncharted. of us slagging off the Uncharted movie. If you want to find us on other places on the internet, we have a YouTube and a Twitch channel. It's YouTube.com and Twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump. We stream on both sometimes, um, and then when we stream. We're modded by Lord Brodovich, Charlie Badger, and Mr. Black. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, you can use your free Twitch sub that you get with Amazon Prime and give it to us. We get some Mun Mun and you have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> love Mun Mun. Love Mun Mun. Um, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, facebook.com and twitter.com forward slash team triple jump for video and live stream announcements, uh, some legacy content on Facebook, and eventually some Facebook vibes yes. um, thank you to Fraser our community manager thank and you, resident Fraser. Scotsman to be annoyed by uh, aye. aye that's all he said in uh, the pretty much yeah aye um, and if you want to join our Patreon or at least look what our tiers are and see if you want to ask some questions to the podcast for just £1 a month um, or $1 a month I should say it's patreon.com forward slash team triple jump we have a website it's triple jump that's triple ju dot mp spells jump if you want to join our discord but all of our lovely community like to hang out and chat you can go to triplejerk.mup forward slash discord on discord we're modded by jack joe tory and hollow eyes and if they tell you to do something do it um 
if you want to see my podcast in its audio forms, if maybe you're, you've got a long walk to the cinema to go and watch the Uncharted movie, mm. then maybe look at where you can find it in its audio forms at jivalja.mup forward slash podcast. If you want to watch some of our live stream VODs, we do many a week, so if you miss one, don't worry, you can catch up at jivalja.mup forward slash VODs. And last but not least, if you want to buy some sick and cool merch that neither of us are wearing today, um, you can go to triplejumpshop.com to check out new and exciting merch and follow Triple Jump Shop on Twitter to find out when new merch releases are happening. Absolutely. We need to add in the TikTok as well. We do now, yeah. Follow us on TikTok at Team Triple Jump. Yes, absolutely. Is it is it TikTok.com forward slash Team Triple Jump? Or does, is that how it works in the app? Do you just search the username? You can just search in the app is the best way to do it. Okay. Team Triple Jump everywhere, basically. Why not follow Peter and Ashton at Scrambled... Hang on, I did that the wrong way around. At that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton on Twitter and Instagram. And myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. I am literally in a Papa John's right now. <laughs> literally in a Papa John's. Um, we do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint stream. Blaze it. On YouTube, the other streams being solo streams on Twimch. <laughs> Worst games ever is fortnightly. Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Sunday for everyone else. Uh, the podcast is every Saturday. We do shoot with with their shoes all the time. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, uh, why not leave a review on iTunes or your platform of choice? Five stars, please. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. rhythms. Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Go give us a follow, please. please, 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 please. Go check out the TikToks as well, right? Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. Got load filmed. Got load and, filmed. Uh, yeah, go go check them out, please. And uh, also this week, it is the return of the launch games videos. This time, the Game Boy Advance. It's like a 25-minute long video. It took me a while to put together. I hope you enjoy it. Go check it out. There's a great advert for some sports time merch in there. Yeah, it's a really good advert. Um, so you go, you go, go see it. <laughs> Better go see it. And uh, that's pretty much it. This is, this is, I mean, it's just been, it's just been a crazy week. I'm still reeling from the Uncharted movie. Mm. I'm still not entirely sure. I don't if think it I'm ever real. gonna recover. Because I'm kinda, literally in the Papa John's right now. I want to see it again. Do you know what? <laughs> Me too. You know what? I want to go see it I'm again. really excited for it to come out on streaming service so we can definitely do a drinking game. And we'll just drink I, every time there's a double cross and you'll be... Sl- I hate this film. I hate it. But I, I love I it. I want to see it again. And I would, I would pay to see it again. Yeah, I do think there's drinking rules in there. Every uh, time I'm, the Scottish man says anything... Down your drink when you're literally in the Papa John's right now. Oh my God, yes. Okay, <laughs> we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that. That Absolutely. sounds amazing. Ashton, what is the sponsor this week, please? For the gamer girl who doesn't want kids to interrupt her gaming, it's the Elden Nuvering. <laughs> That's really bad. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks so much for listening slash watching, everybody. We will see you next week. With Peter Austin. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.